Anna, the holidays are here and buying gifts for loved ones is at the top of the list. Jewelry has been a go-to option, but finding something affordable and high quality? Super hard to do. Until I found Admiral Rowe. I was introduced to this brand a few weeks ago and what I like is that they are a small black owned brand based in Atlanta, but more importantly, most of their pieces are under $50, high quality and handmade. And you know what, Sams? It's so funny that you bring that up because I've been looking into upping my jewelry game. Personally, I have my eye on their medium gold hoop earrings. They look fire. And for our listeners, Admiral Rowe has extended a code to get 20% off your purchase through the holidays. And we all know we can use a good 20% off. So, <laughs> so use the code SWR20 at AdmiralRowe.com to get 20% off your purchase and free shipping. It is never too early to start shopping. So why not save a little money and support a black owned business while you're doing so? All right, guys, remember, shopadmiralroad.com and use the offer code SWR20 during checkout and get 20% off plus free shipping. <laughs> I'm so, yes, get your phone. So after last week's episode, I realized that I was a little too far from the mic, but you were perfect. Oh, really? So, yeah we're getting closer and closer we're getting closer people and i think also it'll help once i get a rug in my office to like reduce the echo sound in here because like i have the door closed and everything but i think just because my i have high ceilings so i think that's why yeah yeah sound travels right but anywho welcome to another episode of she well read i'm alana I'm Samra. And per usual, we're trying to get our shit together. Always and forever. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Samra, what what have you been up to? What you been doing? Um, what have I been doing? Oh, I just went down to Auburn to visit my brother. Daniel! Shout out to Daniel! Shout out to Daniel. He's like in the middle of like the heat of midterms and projects and all that stuff. You know how they overload you? Right. Right before and after Thanksgiving. Yeah, and expect you to do it all during Thanksgiving break when it's supposed to be a break. Yeah, no, they don't care. They really don't. Yeah, like I have a paper for my freaking accounting class. I hate when classes <laughs> like that. Like, and then not only is it a paper, but it's a group assignment paper to like oh, no, I make it that. even worse. To no. make it even worse. That's like the trifecta of trash. <laughs> accounting paper. That's a group project. Right. What? Dumpster fire. Straight I hate that we pay for that type of thing to be assigned. Right. It's like I'm paying to go through this suffering. I know. Um, what but, is it really going to teach me? Right. What is this paper really going to do? Like, I get, I did a whole literal research project about group-based learning in college and undergrad. I uh, got second place for it. Eh. But anyway, um, but there's, so there's this thing called team-based learning versus uh-huh. like gr- like just regular group work that you just okay. like slap together but like team-based learning classes are supposed to be designed to be more intentional 
about working with people in the workplace. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I fuck with that more than just like, oh, I'm just going to throw together this group assignment or, oh, discussion posts go respond to two other people. I saw on Twitter the other day, somebody had a group of like a discussion and they had to respond to six people. Six. Ooh. I was like, that's ghetto. That's going to take another 30 minutes just replying to everybody. Like, that's a whole nother assignment in the assignment. Yeah, you got the assignment A, part B, part A, B, one. One through six. All the stuff (laughs) that they try to sneak in there. Oh, it's only four questions. When it's like, in reality, 20 different things. Right. Like, it's not really just those four questions. Mm. So mm. trash. I, I constantly ask myself, why did we willingly do this to ourselves going back to school? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I was telling Daniel, and he's going back to grad school, and he's trying to get his doctorate. So, like, Ooh, a doctor, Doctor Michael. <laughs> <laughs> um so he's like committing to a lot of like a lot of a lot of learning so good for him good for him what is he what is he what is his current degree going to be and what is he trying to get his doctorate in his current degree is mechanical engineering um and i i don't know what his doctorate doctorates will be in or his master's honestly i don't know if that's just the engineering yeah yeah you specify i don't really know either way he gonna be making money no period he (laughs) will he is the breadwinner he is the breadwinner yeah i love that for him though no, yeah, he's worked his whole life for this, and he's so happy. So I'm, I'm happy for him. I'm happy for him too. Shout out to Dan. Shout out to the black men doing something with their lives, getting an education, going mm-hmm. for it, living Amen. their truths. Like y'all inspire us. Mm-hmm. We love, we love to see a black king win. He's winning. I can't tell you. I mean, <laughs> he's learning, but he's also winning. That, that I feel like that's a part of the winning. You have to learn to win. Oh, okay. So he's he's on the right track. That's yeah. all I'll say about Daniel. So that was nice. <laughs> and then coming back up here, you know, starting back in the work week, all that good stuff. all I know. <laughs> so at this point, I'm just waiting for Thanksgiving. Yes, it'll be a nice little break. I'm more excited for Christmas break because I'm going to be off like from mm-hmm. New Year's Eve, not New Year's Eve, Christmas Eve until the new year. So I think we've got the same schedule then because me too. Oh, period, period, period. Love. I know. And I'm going to need it because December at my job is like, tr- it's just so much just so much work Same. i can't i can't I think, do it i think that's corporate america q4 is like the hardest part of the year for real and then you've just got a million other things happening mm-hmm. i feel like q4 and q1 i can't figure out i don't know which one is worse because if you q4 you're trying to wrap everything up before the year ends and then q1 
you're trying to make sure you have all your shit together for the year. Yeah. I like July. <laughs> she said, I like that quarter. What is that? Like Q- is that Q3? I don't know, like the end of Q2, beginning of Q3, that summertime lull is my favorite thing ever. I like July because we get three paychecks in July. Is it that long? Yeah. It just like fall, like the last day falls for like three weeks. So you get three paychecks if you get paid bi-weekly. I was about to say, not me, but (laughs) I'm happy for (laughs) y'all. She said, I'm happy for the bi-weekly folks. I forgot. I forgot you're a 15th, 30th person. Yes, girl. And the 30th can't get here fast enough. Girl. These Christmas presents wiping me out. After pay is my savior. (laughs) I literally was thinking about that today. I was like, okay, I get paid tomorrow. Let me get the next round of Christmas presents. I know. Because at this point, it's only like two paychecks until Christmas. I know, and I can't be out here buying gifts on the 15th so of December. <laughs> so I'm like, it's this one and the next one. And then at that point, y'all gonna get what you get. I'm so weak. I bought, I've bought, I, I would say a third of my Christmas list for people. I feel like about the same for me too. I got your present. It came in the mail last week. Oh, girl, I got half of your present, so I gotta get the other half. But I love a half. It's (laughs) (laughs) Santa's on the way, (laughs) bro. My house. I've spent so much on Christmas decorations at this point. It's ridiculous, (laughs) and I'm and I'm not even done. (laughs) Well, I mean, I guess when you think about it, it can you can look at it as an investment because you hopefully won't have to buy more. You know, right, right. Like the next, like next year, it's just gonna be like little things where I'm like, oh, this is cute, or oh, this ornament would be adorable on my tree, like that type of thing. Mm-hmm. But I'll have like all like the main things. Like I have a blush Christmas tree. I'm so <gasps> excited. That's so cute. Yeah, my tree is blush and my colors are blush, gray slash silver, and white. Oh, that's and cute. It's going to look like a fucking cookie. It is. Because my tree is blush. I still have to get the star. I'm going to get a silver star. Mm-hmm. But my, I got a tree skirt because I'm fancy. And I'm to get a tree skirt. <laughs> what do you put the presents on? <laughs> it's white with like, like, um, it's like looks really soft uh-huh. and it has like silver glitter snowflakes all around it. Aww, the holiday season. Tis the season, mother truckers. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, yeah, I mean, we've got a holiday gift guide coming out. Yes. all of our good peeps who like to support small businesses local businesses black businesses and we have tiktoks coming out from <laughs> what's that fucking star oh my god what does she do she just knocked over my water damn she loves to do this it's Not almost the printer babe not on the printer. Um, stand by. <laughs> she said, "Hold on, let me. I'm gonna pause it." 
Scar really loves to mess with you when we're recording. She just has to be the center of everyone's attention all the time. And if she's not, she'll find a way to make herself what you are talking about, what you are looking at. And she gets you every time. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. I hate that. <laughs> I know. Um, oh. All right. So chapter 24, Brave Enough. Brave Enough. All right, so the quote for this chapter is, Wanna fly? You gotta give up the shit that weighs you down. Toni Morrison, Song of Solomon. Period. Yeah. That's literally what we were talking about, what you were just telling me about. Like, cutting off your mans, blocking his ass. Oh, toxic? Yeah. You gotta cut them out because they're running you down. You wanna fly away. Period. 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 Uh, But also, that like makes me think about just like in the future with our careers, just being able to be at a place where you're like, okay, this isn't this isn't giving me the purpose that it used to anymore. Like, let's move on. Like, kind of what you were talking about with your buying job. So, girl, don't say that. I just realized. I still work there. <laughs> I'm still trying to stay there. It's my well, I mean, like, I mean, like, in the future. In the future. With, like, excelling uh, your buying career. Okay. Excelling. I like that word. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> she said I like that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We out here making we moves. Are. We are trying to figure out what's best for us, for our purpose. As is Elaine. Oh my God, you're right. She's like legit in the same boat. She is at this point because, you know, we just finished the Teen Vogue Summit. And literally, this next part, I was like, how does this always happen to her? She's so funny to me. (laughs) Me too. So, okay. She was invited to this like women's empowerment thing initiatives and creating more equity in business. And she thought it was just going to be this like nonchalant, like really chill thing. And people were like, oh, yeah, just come as you are. And she's like, I'm going to be late. And they're like, oh, it's fine. Like, it's no big deal. Mm-hmm. And she walks into the amphitheater uh, and spots Shonda Rhimes, Tracy Ellis Ross, Rashida Jones, Lena Waithe, and a ton of women producer and female execs. And she was like, oh. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. I would have been a little taken aback as well. Right. Like, that is, like, in that type of room, I would have been early, best dressed, like, ready to go. Ready to hit the ground running. That's what you would want, right? Right, right. But sometimes (laughs) I feel like in this business, like, this is what happens very much on your feet. Oh, my God. And she really... I feel like she almost thrives when she's put into these tough situations because how like in the, I guess in the meeting, they keep asking her to speak and she didn't know she was going to like need to speak. So she has nothing prepared. She's like, no, you know, I like I got here late. Like, no, I don't want to speak. And these people keep coming up to her like, once twice three times asking her to speak and the third time like or i guess it was either the third time or the fourth time they literally just like 
didn't even didn't even ask her. They just sat on the stage with the mic. Elena's gonna say a few words. And she was like, Oh, okay, I guess I'm I have to say a few words now. <laughs> I would have shit bricks in that moment. I know the anxiety that would have just I mean, it's almost one of those situations where you don't have time to panic. Mm-hmm. And I That's think that's what she said, yeah. Okay, period. Yeah, it almost kind of helped out in a way because she didn't have time to get into her head. And she said she just literally let it flow. And, you know, she doesn't even remember what she said for real. Just like typical empowering things and trusting herself to just like understand the assignment. And she does. And everybody like, as per usual, and everybody's clapping and giving her like a round of applause, cheering, whatever. And she like takes this as a good sign, which I thought was, you know, I feel like I'm always looking for signs as well. When things are going well, if things are going bad, like what does this mean? Mm -hmm. So I'm proud of her. Same because old I don't I don't feel like old Elaine would have been prepared for this type of situation. Like especially what really got me was she was like, I don't even know the point of why we're here for real, for real. Like <laughs> I have no idea what is the goal right now. But just mm-hmm. purely based off the few things that she'd heard once she did get there, she like slapped this speech together in her head real quick. No, yeah, she's saying that like she realizes halfway through the meeting that it's the beginning of the Time's Up movement. Mm-hmm. So that part of, I guess, his, it is history at this point. Um, when everyone was coming out and speaking about their sexual assault experiences, and it was almost just a hashtag was signifying, I have experienced sexual assault as well. Like, me too. Uh, in response to I'm not even sure what triggered it but yeah I think time's up in comparison to me too was more about um, eradicating the abuse of power against women in the workplace Uh, Um, okay time's up not yeah. too okay okay okay, okay. right because at first I was like I know okay that you're saying time's up I remember me too but I didn't I didn't hear as much about time's up but it sounds like and it's and it's an extension of me too just about women in the workplace oh okay that's awesome i love that i feel like diversity and inclusion in the workplace is something kind of newer to the hr world but from what i've seen in my like the company that i work for all of our diversity and inclusion like meetings and things like that have been really informative actually and I've been super surprised at how well they have put together these presentations for us to like be um, like just talking through what it means to be an ally and what it means to be like like might just microaggression all these things there's also this thing that i learned about called micro damn see i forgot but they've got new terms since i like learned about all the things you know Mm -hmm. in college and stuff there's been improvements and new things and i think that's really awesome that 
people continue to be at the forefront of this of these movements of these types of movements especially people like them all these women that we mentioned who are so influential in you know their industries and as people in entertainment i feel like you have the power to basically change the world because so many people watch television and movies and stuff right right no that's true because again representation matters so especially like the shonda rhymes of the world who is literally a producer 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 so just yeah you have the power to influence everyone trying to be i could really and you know the crazy thing is at work today um in one of the projects i'm working on we were just like chatting and talking about like how much we love our team which i honestly i really do love my team i could not have asked for a better team and you know not a lot of people can say that in corporate america so i'm blessed to be able to be one of the few Mm -hmm. um but i was like i was saying yeah like unless i get fired i'm not leaving um just because i am a person who craves stability and just like routine and and such Mm -hmm. um but one of my coworkers, he actually mentioned he was like yeah but i could totally see you like going off and doing big things with like your podcast or just like in the podcasting world like i could see that for you and i was like thank you that means a lot no that's huge i feel like I mean, not to bring it back to Elaine, but it <laughs> but to bring it back me, to Elaine. <laughs> it reminds me of earlier in the book when she was on that airplane or something, mm-hmm. and those two friends of hers were like, she mentions having these ideas of having bigger dreams outside of like Essence or Ebony or wherever she was at the time, mm-hmm. and they to her surprise we're both like oh yeah that's happening like totally I can see it and you know you're on your way and she was so it just kind of renewed her faith in herself Mm -hmm. but at this point well I was gonna say I feel like she creates her own faith but she does kind of get a little bit of help from our and, good friend <laughs> right and I mean I feel like that's how I relate to Elaine a lot is because I'll have these ideas or these visions for myself but then like really not know what to do about it so like talking to people that I respect or admire and just talking it through with them really helps me like think clearer about what I should do next yeah yeah just somebody to ask you the questions that you haven't gotten to or you know it's hard to be objective about your own dream and things like that so Mm -hmm. so with that to say we are at the point where she's finally meeting with Ava and she's going to have dinner at her house and they meet up and they're like sitting on her couch just like chilling talking and she's telling Ava her story um and she tells her her story and she thought she says i found myself saying over and over again who was that girl looking back she says she was mortified of just how much she had told her but ava took it all in stride and she said i feel connected to you i feel your story i feel your passion your verve 
And then she said, okay, so what do you want to do next? A question we all hate. Yeah, on God, we all dread, like, I mean, Thanksgiving's right around the corner, so, you know, all these questions are asked, so what's next for you? Like, what's next in your career? What's next in your dating life? What's next in your... And I'm gonna bring it back to last season when I said, I'm just trying to eat, Grandma. (laughs) (laughs) No, right. Yeah, like, can I just swallow my food, please? Like, sorry. Can I enjoy this sweet potato pie that's in front of me? (laughs) Right, like I'm not in the middle of dealing with my life. You'll hear from me. You'll hear. You'll You'll find out. Things happen. You'll see the Facebook or Instagram post. You'll see it. Right. (laughs) Don't pressure me. I don't. I don't need that in my life. Don't need it. Don't need it. Don't want it. Don't need it. Okay. Amen. But she told, she starts telling her about, you know, kind of this crossroads where she's at of like continuing her time with Condé Nast or going off and doing her own thing. Um, (laughs) And Ava was unimpressed by the Condé Nast option. She was like, but why would you do that? (laughs) I know, that was, she's so real. (laughs) Literally. And like, Elaine's like us, just like, what do you say to that? Like, it took her by surprise. I know. Elaine's like, I thought it would sound impressive. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I, I thought it would be sound. But Ava doesn't care. She's like mm-hmm. cutting through the bullshit, which, you know, is giving older sister auntie energy. And I love that. We always need that type of energy around us. Because then she says, Okay, so you are this smart young black woman who has been killing it at Teen Vogue, someone we have all loved celebrating. Then you did that incredible summit and you killed that too. But since they chose to close the magazine, now you can go off and do your own thing. Whatever you want. You don't need Condé Nast for that. Yeah, and I think that it's such a... It goes back to how we as black women oftentimes and like, you know, it's the safe option. Mm -hmm. And what Autumn said something yesterday that really resonated with me. She said there are two types of fear. One type of fear is the fear. I'm gonna have to get back with y'all about what she said because it was really something. And I feel like it's kind of similar to what Elaine's going through and like, it's scary to go off and do anything you want when, especially when you've been in the corporate ladder for so long, you're not used to being able to just be free. It's almost like when you graduate out of college and you're like, the whole world is at your fingertips at the same time, you kind of just want stability and like something safe and like routine again type thing. Mm-hmm. Like you crave that routine. You crave that like, okay, I know I'm doing this and then I'm doing this and then I'm doing this and then I'm doing this. And I am definitely a creature of habit in that sense. But I do oftentimes crave that like extra spice of life, if you will, that like it's just spontaneous and out of the box. Mm-hmm. Um, which after looking at my charts, with y'all yesterday makes a lot of sense um (laughs) my zodiac charts for y'all who don't understand but i think also like she says i think a better and this is what ava says i think a better end to this story is elaine leaves conde nast Mm -hmm. 
Mm. And she said, that's the story I want to read. You know why? It's powerful and decisive. Damn. Yeah. Mic drop. (laughs) Mic drop. Literal mic drop. I was like, damn. Like, really? Like, to be in that position to say, I'm going to go do what I want and I'm going to be fine because I am am Elaine fucking Welteroth. Like, you you walk you walk into a room and say that name and like that's who you are like it holds weight to have i feel like to have your name hold weight ultimate life goal achievement yeah so true so true honestly that's like walking in and saying yeah i'm beyonce or yeah i'm adele or Mm -hmm. yeah i'm ariana grande because it's so much more than just a name Mm -hmm. it like it we know how much work went into becoming who they are that it's just that much more powerful yeah like someday it's gonna be like oh i'm samra michael speak it yes period yes this is i i do you know who i am (laughs) do you not know who i am (laughs) oh my god yeah y'all um we love to see where elaine's at i feel like it's really this is i guess the is this the last (laughs) i don't like that at all i know this is literally like our biggest fear is getting to the end of this book oh my goodness but Ava also says you should be a little afraid. That's good. It's a motivator. We all feel fear when we're about to do something great. That reminds me of Autumn's thing too. It, it, I do. I do see how you could say that. It does. Right? Autumn was different though. Yeah, she said there's two types. One of them was the fear of knowing that you're about to step into something that was meant for you. Mm-hmm. But the other one is what I'm trying to figure out. I got like you. the fear of like you doing something wrong is one fear, something like that. Yeah, but also she says, which I love, uh, that Ava says the universe is calling you to be a little braver right now. Like, mm-hmm. there's all of these things, and it's like, like you just have to take that little leap of faith, that little push into this next thing, to the next phase of your life, like. It could go badly, but like, look at all of the stuff that you've already accomplished and overcame that you are like you thought was hard and you would never get out of that situation. But like, look at where you are now. Mm-hmm. If there's one thing I'm gonna do, it's get it done. Period. I don't know how or, or like how it, you know the plan, the structure. I can't tell you the. I can't, but it's it will be checked off the. It will it will be marked off the list. And that's on period. And put that on a t-shirt because that's so real. Uh-huh. Like if you really want it, you're gonna make it happen, regardless. It might now it might not happen the way you wanted it to happen, but it's gonna happen. It will happen for sure. And so Elaine goes and turns in her resignation to Anna Wintour. And imagine Anna Wintour telling you, like, call me if you need something. Like, literally. Like, really. She was like, literally, please. Well, at this point, I wouldn't be surprised because Hillary Clinton told her that um, that they were (laughs) Netflix marketing chief 
CMO told her that the amount of people in powerful positions that have told her that at this point I'm like <laughs> I would be like get in line girl <laughs> yeah I'll put you on the list yeah I'll add you to my contacts yeah but y'all that was the last like chapter so next week we'll be reading the conclusion that wraps this sucker up we'll talk to y'all about what's coming for she well read i know we've been talking a lot about like big things coming some immediate things coming instagram group look out for it she's coming because guess what y'all are picking the book for next season surprise and you're picking your name and you're picking your name your (laughs) fandom name i figured out what it is fandom fandom name fandom name Yes, guys. I Well, at first, I have to make the Instagram group. So y'all stay tuned. I'm going to get that done between now and the next episode. So I can make sure to tell you guys how to join or like how that works. But very excited to be able to like DM and just like, you know, I hope that we can use it for everything like not just a book recommendation but also some people to lean on if you're having a bad day if you need someone to call like if you just want to do a movie night and somehow schedule that like we can figure things out if you want advice or like looking for career or networking opportunities like it'll serve for all of the things because guess what community yeah Hell yeah. So Peace, love, that, community. Peace, love, community, period. Uh, so with that being said, we'll see y'all for the final time for this season next week. Oh my goodness. Yeah. That's so crazy. How many uh, chapters has this been? 24. Wow, y'all. That's a long ass season but thanks for sticking with us right yes and the amount of times we've said period this (laughs) i actually am sick Um, (laughs) take a shot take a shot no legit i would love to do a drinking game one day we'd black out it'd be bad no yeah probably wouldn't be for the best (laughs) but we love y'all and we will talk to y'all next week bye peace Thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed the episode. Please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at SheWillRed to stay in the loop. Also, be sure to send us listener letters, fan mail, or PR to our new P.O. Box, 1725 Gardendale, Alabama, 35071. And remember, if you have anything to add, comment, suggest, feedback, send it all to SheWillRedQA at gmail.com or post about it in our Facebook group. And for any business inquiries or collabs, send us an email to shewellread at gmail.com. Be sure to subscribe, download, and leave a review for today's episode. We love you and stay well read. Bye! Bye.